Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, and Books and Brews Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations and has been recognized by the Sioux Falls Stage Awards with a special distinction for promoting the arts. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, everyone. It is so great to have you along to listen for great conversations with the creators that we have in the Sioux Empire. As we have Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations lined up for you today, including Debbie Jones. She's a wonderful actor. She's also a director, and she takes part in many things, one of which is Goodnight Theater Collective. And they have You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, starting its opening night is tonight it also happens to be debbie's birthday so happy birthday debbie i know you're gonna break a leg on stage hopefully you don't break one at a birthday party though and uh, so she's coming up in just a few minutes and then after that we stay in the theater but we move north because they're getting ready to celebrate 40 years at the mighty corson arts players brian shipper he's the main guy there He's uh, got lots of stuff planned for it, as does Kylie Murray, who has acted there before, staged, managed, and is quite often that wonderful, lovely face and smile that you'll see when you walk in and get your tickets and so forth. So those two are going to talk about the MCAP 40th anniversary coming up next Saturday. We wanted to get it in in plenty of time to let you make sure that you could clear your calendar, and they'll tell you all about the fact that it's, you know, kind of a long-going thing for them that day, starting at 3, but not ending completely until 10. So you can find a spot to make it. That is for sure. In the meantime, before we move on to popping the cork, I do want to tell you that the ruggedly handsome trivia host returns to the Sky Lounge tomorrow night. Friday night, 7 p.m., Trivia for Dummies. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. All right, get ready to lift them up. I'm sure you probably lifted a few on the 4th of July. And uh, that was a fantastic time for us. And you know how last week... I had uh, toasted to being lucky because I'd won a shake of the day just a few days prior. Well, this time I'm thankful. Thankful for all the friends that we have and those that uh, came over and celebrated the 4th with us. And very thankful that the next day, the storm that came through, uh, while I look out the window here at the Dipsy Doodle Studios, I see our two big oaks. One is still standing completely, the other one's still standing, but we had some mighty big branches come down 
and thankfully we didn't have a vehicle parked in the street. Otherwise, we would no longer have a vehicle because some big branches came down right in that area. So thankful we didn't have any uh, physical damage to the house, uh, no personal damage, no vehicle damage. And, but we did, um, you know, we, we have to uh, get out the chainsaw. All right. But thankful again. So here's a toast to you. Thankful. The Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by Ale Hop Brewery Tours. People are talking about how great it is using AleHop on their Facebook page. Here's what Tina had to say. Super fun and convenient. You can go out, have a good time with friends, and not have to worry about driving home. And best of all, it supports our locals. No matter what brewery in Sioux Falls is your favorite, AleHop Brewery Tours lets you and your friends choose any or all of the local breweries, plus a distillery. Book your private tours online, alehopbrewerytours.com alehopbrewerytours.com If you're already out and about on the weekend, hop on a public tour. For more info, call 605-777-2183 That is 605-777-2183 Alehop Brewery Tours where micro fans meet micro brews. Honorable and the honorable mention for this week, the esteemed award, goes out to our friends at downtown Sioux Falls, who put on a great block party, which uh, Matt D. played at on uh, Friday night last week. And it was the first time he'd played with his band that had helped him record an album and another album in the works. They were magnificent. It was absolutely incredible stuff. And then after that, uh, we caught up with Elizabeth Hunstead. Uh, down at uh, Woodgrain, and she was playing outside. It was nice outside that evening, a little warm yet, but still livable outside. And in between times, we went to Van Arts Studio for their first Friday. It's, it's a monthly thing for them to have a show, and it was all female artists. I still don't have anything of April's because my wife says we don't have enough wall space. Might need to create some. But in the meantime, I had wanted some of that alcohol ink art that Crystal Richards does. And it's like, oh, man, she has coffee cups. We always have room for coffee cups. And I got one in purple, one in orange. For those of you that are uh, paying attention, you know, those are the logo colors here at the Dave Holly Hour. So congratulations to downtown Sioux Falls for having a block party and your usual first Friday and all the people that take part in that. And for live music outside, it was wonderful for sure. Here we are. It is 7-7, and this is episode 137. And it's coming up with Debbie Jones in just a moment. And then after that, it's going to be Brian Shipper and Kylie Murray. From Mighty Corson Arts Players, it's all ahead on the Dave Holly Hour. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T-South Dakota. 
Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Exo Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. It's the podcast that creatives in the Sioux Empire listen to to learn more about other creatives. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Uh, thank you so much, and welcome back, everyone. It is always a pleasure. You know, those are my favorite words to start off every conversation <laughs> with. And when it comes to having Debbie Jones in the studio, it is always a pleasure. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Let's see. What is this, uh, third time on the show? I think just second. Uh, just the second? I okay. I, yeah, it might be. Maybe third. Yeah. But uh, regardless, great to have you. And always great to see you. And uh, we'll be seeing you, well, let's see, this podcast actually comes out on Thursday, so we'll be seeing you tonight. <gasps> in it's the... my birthday. Oh, you see, you already got to it, so let's just go ahead and play this now, then. Yes. Name and everything. Not only name, they even spelled it the same way. Oh my gosh. Yes. I don't know, but thank God for a royalty free <laughs> group of karaoke singers that has thousands of names. <laughs> it's like, seriously? I was just kind of hoping maybe we'd get that. But no, spelled the same way, the whole works. So, what more could you ask for on opening night? But to have your birthday, to have been celebrated here on the Dave Holly Hour. Wow, nothing. I this tell you, it, it did, didn't it, right off the bat? <laughs> well, no, we're uh, seven months in now. <laughs> but it's been a seven months of busy, busy, busy for you. Typically is anyway. Uh, we have lots of stuff to talk about. But first, let's talk about what you're in tonight. Uh, you're playing Lucy, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, and you're a good man, Charlie Brown, being brought to us by those uh, wonderful folks called Good Night Theater Collective. Yes. Yeah, and uh, so what is the most fun part about this particular show? Rebecca has really wanted us to lead with the hearts of children. Um, so instead of doing like typical theater warm-ups at each rehearsal, she's been having us play children's games. Oh, wow. At each rehearsal. <laughs> um, like Duck, Duck, Goose, Red Light, uh -huh. Green Light. Oh my gosh, it's been so much fun just to kind of get our, like a great way to to get ourselves in the heads of kids mm -hmm. um, and to be thinking like kids and playing like kids. So I think people are really going to enjoy not only the script itself because it's a wonderful, you know, mm -hmm. classic script, but they're going to have so much fun seeing the ways we interact with each other when we're not necessarily speaking in a scene um just watching people have fun and being kids on stage it's it's a blast boy yeah. what a what a great way to get involved in that you know to as a director yeah to get your cast that's you know 20 somethings 30 somethings what have you think of as children and uh, to actually i love that idea mm -hmm. that's fantastic 
you are going to incorporate that sometime in a show that you do? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it was super fun. Yeah, I can imagine so. Uh, so let me ask, do you get to actually pull the football away? They don't have that moment it's not in, in there. this musical. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's not there are other classic moments. Right. Um, I mean, you've, we've got Do the psychiatric. The, okay, yes. I was mm-hmm. going to say, you got to yeah, have the, the five cent, the, the nickel help. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what did you find uh, fun about playing Lucy? Um, Lucy is, you know, dramatic and um, kind of crazy. So it, yeah, it's a blast to just kind of get to be wild and free. Um, it, or the, playing Lucy reminds me a little bit of playing some other comedic characters I've played over the years, um, just in a different way. So it, as a child, this is the first one as a child. So right. it's fun to kind of get to be loose in a different way, you know? Yeah. Did you watch uh, Charlie Brown a lot and the Peanuts stuff and not, follow the comic? At not all, a ton or? as a kid. No, mm-hmm. but I'm very familiar with this musical. So, I, I mean, I've seen it a few times and um, I choreographed it actually when Dappa did it back in the day. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See, DAP is one of the other things we're going to talk about in a little bit uh, as well. But uh, now, are you actually part of the collective part? Of yes. The night? You are. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between uh, getting into the collective versus, you know, being a, a guest artist and so forth? Um, collective members are people. I mean, we, we always help in other ways as well. I mean, you'll see mm-hmm. collective members helping at the front desk of right. the show. Yeah. They help the behind sc- the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're kind of the more consistent um, help and members, and it it's kind of just a way to, I I think I mean I might be misquoting, but I think it's a way to just kind of honor people's tenure if they've done you know you you have to like meet certain qualifications to qualify okay. as a collective yeah. member, I guess. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, you, you've been with the group since the beginning, haven't you? Yeah, I, I yeah. was in their first season. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recall that. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Carrie and I have, I think we've missed two productions, maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I believe it. It's fantastic. And, uh, you we are lo- very supportive. Well, yeah. we, we try to be. We do our best. <laughs> we are season ticket holders now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so Me we're, too. <laughs> we're, yeah. <laughs> so we might actually win something sometime. I know, uh, right? <laughs> but uh, we, we just love going to it. What do you love about this particular group, though, about being involved in Good Night? Good night. They're just kind professionals. Um, they treat each other and they treat their guest artists um, just with the utmost respect and kindness and um, trying to, they're just, and not only that, but they're some of the most creative people I've ever worked with. I mean, you have Bob Wenlin and Rebecca Merriman and Luke Tachi yeah. and Martha. I mean, just these incredible creatives who just want to make quality work. You know, um, I only sleep about five hours a night. I'm pretty sure that Luke only sleeps about five minutes. I don't I don't know how yeah. Luke does all the things he does. It's I actually amazing. I seriously lay awake at night yeah. <laughs> think about how it how does Luke do all these things? Yeah. He's and so he well. Done? He's exactly. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah, like something's coming all off amazing. half shot or anything. It's right. all wonderful. High stuff. quality. Yes. Yeah. They're they're just amazing, incredible people. So it's an it's an honor just to work with them and be around them. What will people be surprised about tonight? Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Oh, okay. No uh, trade secrets then. <laughs> but I you know, I think that people are just gonna have a lot of fun. Again, like kinda like I said, watching the way we interact mm-hmm. with each other. Um, but Okay, I can give this away. The set is very minimal, 
it's really like nine acting blocks um, is all we use. And so the ways that the ways that we use the nine acting blocks to create each scene and each um, location, I think, will be surprising and fun. Did you get some leeway in it as well then as an actor uh, instead of just being directed or told uh, what the blocking is that uh, you also get a little improvising? Um, I mean, we yeah, we. We definitely were given a lot of freedom by mm -hmm. Rebecca to um, kind of create, you know, our characters and our scenes the way that we wanted to. Um, the <laughs> the ways we move the acting blocks, though, has been um, very intense blocking for that from, <laughs> from scene to scene. We call it blockography. Um, and we've had to practice that a lot, just those the scene changes. So that's the scene changes are very rigid, just. And they've changed, and when anytime they do need to change, it's like, okay, we got to run this a bunch of times that we totally understand where where each block needs to go when. But the scenes themselves, we get a lot of freedom. Good. Um, Rebecca, always has, fun to watch that. Yeah, I mean, she's got a lot of trust in us, and and we have a lot of trust in her, and so it, it's just been a really cool collaboration. Well, and you used ography on that, uh, yeah. which is uh, ironic, especially since she is a choreographer. Yeah, and she choreographed the production as well. So yeah. she's had double duty in it, and uh, she does marvelous work. Yes, both ways mm -hmm. uh, as a director and as a choreographer. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's got to be a, a fun, fun time to be involved in that that's for sure yeah 100 percent. yeah all right well you had mentioned dapa mm -hmm. uh boy what a great season you've had yeah this has been phenomenal the things that we were able to take in oh thank we you we were able to get to a couple of shows um and uh you know we, we just loved every bit of it and it's mm -hmm. It's been so fun to watch kids. And then, of course, you know, when you had the adults yeah. in it as well, that was just amazing. What did you get out of this season as one of the people that's so highly involved with DAPA? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was stressful for all of us this season. <laughs> just not only with the, um, I mean, we took, it was our biggest season we've ever done, mm -hmm. for sure. Because we did three full-length shows of our six shows that we do in a year. Um, and usually we do like one, maybe two full length shows. We did. So three of the six were full length. So that was intense in itself. And then, um, not only that, but moving into the larger space at the Orpheum, right. um, it just, it created a ton more opportunities for not only for like our students to, you know, play bigger roles, play, mm -hmm. learn more challenging music and pieces and shows and, um, and then, but also the opportunity of creating um more technical more you know more high level uh technical things. and and the other thing was you know to be able to uh, get involved in uh, some huge type of productions along with it as you mentioned the technical aspects and so forth but also you know just some of the big type shows mm -hmm. in general had to be phenomenal for them and uh and you as uh, someone that uh, is watching it all uh had to be a <laughs> just a, an incredible amount of pride in that oh my gosh so much and just yeah so much honor that it just feels so honored to support them um in whatever way i can and whatever way i do i mean yeah but and not not only that but i we could do nothing without the amazing creative team that we have mm -hmm. uh Bob Wenland, first and foremost, you know, boots on the ground, uh, designed, I think, every single set that we did this year. Um, and um, I mean, you've, we've got Coleman Peterson, Molly Wilson and Rebecca Merriman, again, yeah. just uh, incredible, incredible people who are 
guiding and leading our students. Um, so yeah, we're just lucky to have a great team. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, uh, I, I do know one thing, um, I have been in the Orpheum many times, um, and it's always fun, you know, and, and most shows, uh, garner a, a standing ovation, <laughs> but the standing ovations for those, because you've got mom, dad, you've got grandma and grandpa, you've got, you know, <laughs> each actor, uh, and then you had some pretty good-sized uh, casts as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one of them has probably six to eight people that are there for them. And uh, it was just so fun to watch those standing ovations be loud, almost rowdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the the fact that they kept going and going <laughs> the length of them. And I, I just uh, have to wonder, and, and you could probably even relate back then, uh, when you were first starting at theater, you know, I didn't get a standing ovation for anything I ever did until I was 57, I think. And uh, when you get it at that age, does that just even pump you up more to continue in theater? I would hope so. Man, there's so many times where I think about um, just being in these kids. Like so many of our students go on to do musical right. musical theater professionally. Um, and I just think, oh man, what would I give? What would I have given to have a program like this when I was their age? Like, I'm just so happy, like thrilled for them that they have the opportunities to perform that they do. And because it's not, I mean, not just with DAPA, but with the multitude of children's theater opportunities that there are in Sioux Falls within their own program and school programs, um, within the community theater and elsewhere there. I am just so happy that there's the theater scene, the educational theater scene is thriving here in Sioux Falls. Yeah, as arts and entertainment in general yeah, are yes. over the past mm-hmm. two decades now, I think. Uh, but, uh, you know, it just like I said, it was fun to watch that. But uh, also, uh, when it comes to DAPA, for those that uh, haven't listened before and, and learned about it, uh, give us an idea as to what DAPA actually is and what its uh, goal is besides just getting people on stage. The Dakota Academy of Performing Arts was founded back in, um, it was either, I think it was 2001 um, by Sarah Crosby Mm -hmm. um, as a way, she always says that our students in Sioux Falls are just as talented as the kids anywhere else in the country. They just need the opportunity. So her goal was to create high quality, high level opportunities for kids to excel in the performing arts. Um, so that's that's really what we do. We want to create opportunities for students to excel in the performing arts. Um, so we really when we first began, we were um, a chamber orchestra. And then we also had the Plays for Living theater right. company, which we still do to this day. We, we perform um, social plays about social issues uh, like bullying, discrimination, suicide prevention, et cetera, in the elementary schools and at Avera Behavioral Health for their adolescent unit. Um, so that's kind of how DAPA started. And then it's just grown. And especially in the last, I want to say like seven years has just exploded into this, um, great program that not only does the place for living theater, but also that the musical, the musicals throughout the school year and summer. What made you want to be part of it? Um, Bob asked me to choreograph a show Uh, no maybe he asked me to teach an acting class first i forget when exactly it was that i first started with dapa but just you know working with kids who are excited about the work is i mean it's just so much fun i mean working with anybody who's excited to to you know do their best and and be their best selves is so gratifying for 
both parties. So you just want to you want to help them succeed. Um, and it just feels good to to do that and to to be around like minded individuals, no matter their age. So, exactly. yeah, it's, it's just a blast. What was one of the first things that when you got into it then that you said, here's what I want kids to know about theater? I think when I first started teaching the acting class and and even now when I direct like Place for Living shows, we always talk about it, how important it is to empathize with the characters you're playing um, and understand those characters goals their objectives, what they what they want. Um, and not only that, but think about the tactics and the ways in which they can try to get it. Um, and then how that translates into the way your body moves. And not only that, but you need to to in turn turn that around and look at what what is what is it that I do in the way that I move and speak throughout the day that is um, communicating my wants, needs, goals, etc. And to be able to understand themselves and how they're communicating. And then that helps them better understand the characters and how the characters need to communicate. Um, so yeah, just, just that, that ability to watch others, observe others, watch themselves, observe them, uh, themselves, and then understand the characters and empathize with them. Yeah. Not just memorize the lines and the cues. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's uh, one thing about the DAP as well. It's just a, <laughs> We get uh, asked so often when we go to a DAPA show, well, what are you going to a DAPA show for? You don't have any kids or grandkids <laughs> in it, do you? No, but we're going to be looking at the people that we're going to be watching in uh, true. Premier Playhouse and Goodnight Theater and everything else in about uh, five to ten years. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's such a great building block. They're incredibly talented yeah. students. How many kids involved uh, this past year then with those oh, big stage productions? I couldn't and... give you an exact number, but at least a few hundred, uh, maybe maybe like 150 in the school year. And Incredible. Then we, then we get around That's awesome, you know? 250 during the summer. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, in a lot of these uh, places now, the uh, elementary schools and uh, middle schools have some sort of curriculum that is a building toward that. In fact, can't remember which school it is, but uh, one of them, isn't it uh, more of a performing arts? Eugene Field, Eugene yeah, Field, A+. Yeah, plus, the yeah. A plus, yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. And that's just amazing yeah. that uh, we have something like that in town now so they can get it, uh, you know, in, in terms of the public, uh, but then they can also get involved in DAPA. They're, they're looking forward to being on stage. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage my students to like, there will be seasons where you don't get cast or, or, right. or where things don't work out with your family schedule to participate in everything. And, and, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're not, when you're a theater kid and, or a theater person in general, and you're not actively doing theater, it can feel really disheartening. Yeah. Um, and I try to encourage them. You can still make theater on your own or with one friend. You can, that's and. And nowadays, as a professional, if you're not creating your own work, like a lot like out in L.A. Mm -hmm. or New York, if you're not if you don't know how to create your own work, then oftentimes you're not working. So I try to encourage them that you can still you can still be be making theater on your own. Yeah. Be coming up with different ideas. You can do some writing. You can be you know learning a different aspect of yeah, it. Practice your yeah. skills um, into the camera by reading the newspaper and, and thinking about those goals that you can be, be achieving and how you're going to achieve the goal, no matter what it is you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got uh, two more subjects to cover. <laughs> uh, next being uh, one that uh, you've uh, been in 
with the, the beginning once again. Mm-hmm. Monstrous little theater. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's had an incredible run of late, too. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's a great segue because that's, I mean, that's exactly the reason why we created Monstrous. Because, yeah. because that's the kind of work we wanted to be doing. So we made it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what have you uh, been able to make so far? What do you think is the biggest thing you've achieved at this point? Ooh, uh, ooh I don't know. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> I mean, we've done so much. I, I think some of the shows that I'm most proud of are are the ones that, where we've used really unique spaces um, and and collaborated with spaces or collaborated with other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. You've been at a pizza joint. You've been <laughs> at a beer joint. Yeah. yeah, we've been at a brewery. We've been at a, in a grocery store. We've been in a garage. We've, yeah, we've been in a church. We've been all over the place. Um, when somebody gets involved in, in a group like a Monstrous then, where you are in all these different places, what do you think the actor learns most? Oh, I mean, I would hope that the actor learns that they their character and the story can be informed by the space they're in. I mean, anytime we do use a unique space like that, I'm I'm trying to select a space that I think, again, gives something to the story or, or that relates to the story somehow. So like, for example, when we did Bhutan, um, the, we did it at Keller's Grocery Store. Um, and the mom worked at a grocery store. So like, that's how, you know, it related to us. Um, but yeah, so I, I would hope that the actor can, can, um, learn that flexibility and get to experience how. Do you consider monstrous to be a little more edgy, a little more experimental? Um, What would would you, without, you know, slapping a label on it, what would you label it as? I mean, we do contemporary Mm -hmm. theater Contemporary dramatic theater and unique spaces is kind of like our elevator pitch. <laughs> um, it's not necessarily our mission, but that's like what we tend to, to tend to do is, yeah, we want to do shows that explore societal issues and human nature yeah. um, that create conversation and discussion between the, you know, the creatives involved and the audiences. Well, I remember going to one at Augustana and uh yeah the, the audience flick. sat on the yes. stage yeah it was set in the movie a, theater it was set in the movie yeah. theater and the uh the people cleaning up afterward and uh, i suppose they were ushers yes. prior to and so forth oh it's uh, so yeah. good yeah so uh, always interesting what mm-hmm. you come up with so thank you, you just you know you're multi-talented <laughs> because now let's hit number four improv falls ah yes we love you guys never stop <laughs> uh, well, we, we all stopped with different things in the COVID experience uh, for a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, you got back on it. Uh, and uh, how often are you playing now? Um, we usually take a little break during the summers mm-hmm. just because we've found that um, it's harder to get an audience in when so many people are, you know, want to be outside drinking right. beer on a patio or they're <laughs> camping somewhere or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but we still practice once once a week, typically during the summer. Um, but our next show, I think, is August 13th. I hope I'm not misquoting that. I'm pulling it up on my phone now. But we'll st- we'll st- pick back up again in August. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We love what we do. Do we uh, know where that's at then? Um, okay, see, I, I did misquote. Oh. Um, it's not You're August in trouble 13th. Now. I know. <laughs> I'm probably fired. It's August 26th uh-huh. at icon okay yes well we'll look forward to that then yeah what is uh 
because you play dramatic roles, you play iconic roles like Lucy. <laughs> what does improv teach you to help you play those and vice versa? Improv is so, so good, I think, for everyone because it teaches you how to be present and how to be a listener. Um, and not only that, but also teaches you how to kind of like we were talking about earlier, how to really tell stories quickly and efficiently using all parts of your body from your fingertips to your toes. How are, how are you portraying this character's emotion, perspective, wants, needs, you know, and uh, background? I will say you are absolutely top notch at that yourself. Oh, thank you. I, I've said it before. I think it's even in a uh, Sioux Falls stage uh, that uh, Debbie Jones sells every nuance of every oh, move oh my gosh thank you yeah and it's just and that's one of the things i admire about you and i, I can see it uh in what you bring out in other people too and that includes in improv uh that uh, you know a lot of people think that improv is just uh, everybody's talking off the top of their head and so forth like it's a stream of consciousness but it's not there's a beginning there's a middle there's a a, a conflict and a resolution mm -hmm. and an ending yeah. Uh, like every story has. And it's just that uh, we we have a lot more fun in creating it at the on the spot type <laughs> thing and so forth. But uh, so I see that in you when you're doing that on stage in a full production. I see it when you're on stage in improv and I see how others react around you, too. And that's uh, good to see. And your group is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you uh, they so are, much. Uh, all of you. Uh, that uh, that darn Chris Andrews kid. I don't know. <laughs> he might be able to fit in somewhere, huh? Oh, my <sighs> gosh. We have so much fun together. Yeah. And now you've added Michael Sorensen on yeah, the piano. Yes. He is great. And it's, I think, what one of the things that's just, like, the best thing about working with these people is, again, it's just people who are excited to learn, to right. try new things, to experiment, to and yeah, learn together. We're, sometimes our rehearsals start with with just you know someone sharing something they um, read recently out of an improv book, or mm -hmm. you know we're we're just trying to share. Oftentimes it's Bill. Bill, shout yeah. out to you. <laughs> but yeah, we're just trying to to grow as as people and performers. That's wonderful. How do you grow as a performer? What is it that uh, you are? Maybe it's a a motto of yours or almost or as to something that you really want to concentrate on every time well when i did stella adler mm -hmm. when i did that program in new york the motto of that school is growth as an actor and growth as a human being are synonymous mm. um so for me i'm i mean i'm not successful at it because you know i'm i'm a human being <laughs> but i i'm constantly just trying to push myself as a as a person to to find the spots yeah i feel so so awkward <laughs> saying this now but just, like just i'm trying i'm trying to improve myself when i can but again i fail all the time but, but yeah i know that that the more I but can... it doesn't keep you from striving for it right yes and and so yeah part of that you know i try to be a better leader or i try to read more books or i try to you know do the artist's way challenge or you know, things like that so Growth is for anyone. Growth is growth as a human being and growth as an actor is synonymous. So the more you're trying to improve yourself as a person, the better you'll portray different characters on stage because the better you'll understand yourself and the better you'll understand other people. What do you think you bring to a stage? Um, I hope that I bring um, creative energy and yeah, big, 
fun listening characters. I, I, yeah, I just try to be really active in listening to my, listening to my scene partners. Sometimes that means I'll forget what's supposed to come next, <laughs> or you know they'll make me break and laugh, which has happened a few times this week. But because they're they're just so talented and it distracts me. <laughs> but yeah, so I just try to be really really present with them. All right. So end of August uh, for um, for our, improv for falls. improv mm-hmm. falls, and then tonight is the beginning of good night yes theater collectives you're a good man charlie brown of which you are playing lucy uh what about uh, things coming up for dappa and monstrous then for monstrous we have been doing um monstrous little book club this summer which is we're doing public play readings um just at the library once a month mm-hmm. so our next one is July 23rd at the Oakview Library from 9.30 to noon. We'll read, we'll just read a play out loud together. Um, we did one back in June it was, and it was a lot of fun. We just had a random assortment of people show up and we, yeah, just read together and switched characters and then we'll do the same thing August 13th. So that's probably okay. where I got that date mixed <laughs> up. August 13th will be at uh, Prairie West Library. So we're, we've got one on the east side, one on the west side. Um, and then for DAPA, um, our, we've got a couple more summer camps this summer. We've got Honk Jr., which is being directed by Molly Wilson. Um, it happens July 23rd and 22nd and 23rd, I think. Um, and that will be super fun. It's for 11 to 14 year olds. And I know there's still like, like a tiny amount of spots open if there's any 11 to 14 year olds out there who want to learn from the best, making a super, super fun show. Um, and then after that, we have The Claw, which is for nine to 11 year olds. That's another two week camp being directed by Coleman Peterson. And that one goes up. August, that one has performances uh, first weekend of August, like the, the fourth and fifth, I think. So busy all the time, aren't you? Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. And it's always good to be busy. I always tell people it beats boredom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have very little boredom in your life. But when you do take a little time and <laughs> sit down, and go, ah, relax. Um, what do you like to do? Um, I just started gardening this summer. Oh, yes, my, my mother-in-law has been teaching me her ways uh-huh. of flowers. So we we have a giant. We bought a house uh, this fall, and there's a huge garden in the back that we have done nothing with. So it's full <laughs> of weeds. But in the front, there's this cute little flower box that I have. And I so I like to. It's very satisfying to pick the weeds out. (laughs) But I also just, I started grad school this summer. So I'm getting my MBA um, online through USD. So that, you know, studying math is my other form of relaxation right now. Oh, my. (laughs) It's a good time. Yeah. uh, I I never got uh, my graduate degree. Uh, I thought about it a little bit. Now kind of wish I had and just done it, you know, many years ago. Uh, but uh, I remember a friend that uh, he got his about, oh, 40-something. And uh, he was already, you know, a, a principal and uh, in a small school. And he said, man, he says, I, I just went to the closet and locked the door for five <laughs> hours every day before I finally got it all done. Uh, oh, so kudos to you oh, for, for you. taking that on, especially with everything you already do. And, oh, let's see. Yeah, what? Oh, a full-time job <laughs> at uh, the Washington Pavilion. It's great. It's yeah. a good time. Well, you keep busy that way. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Debbie Jones, it is always a pleasure. It Thank truly you is. So Thank much you so for... much. And, of course, once again. Happy birthday to you. 
have a great night, and I don't think this is, uh, maybe it's been wished before somewhere, but since you are an actor and it's your birthday, I hope you break a leg for your birthday. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks, Debbie. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. As Dave always says, it's always a pleasure to bring you great guests. Brian Shipper, would you agree with that? I think I would. I don't know what I'm doing here after that, but... <laughs> All right, everybody. Let me officially say it then. It's always a pleasure to have great guests on this show. Brian Shipper returning for fourth time? Oh, who knows? Yeah. At this point, I need a punch card. I think so. All right. And maybe, you know, one of these times you'll get something free. Oh. <laughs> and Kylie Murray, how are you? I'm great. First time guest. If I were any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I'd get twice as much done. There you go. Yeah, but... Also probably getting twice as much trouble. trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, you two are with uh, Mighty Corson Arts Players. Got a big birthday coming up. Yes. 40th anniversary of MCAP. And that's uh, coming up a week from this Saturday, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so we'll be on the, is that the 16th? Yes. Yeah, okay. So on June 16th. July. Just go. <laughs> okay, now I'm a month behind. Well, that gives me more time to prepare for the 4th of July. Then, uh, anywho, uh, so it's coming up uh, July 16th. And uh, what time is everything going to start? And then what do the festivities include then, Kylie? It starts at 3 o'clock mm -hmm. and it goes till about 10 o'clock. You don't have to leave at 10 o'clock, obviously. But <laughs> um, it starts just with people arriving and being able to mingle and say hello. There's a ribbon cutting by the Chamber of Commerce at four o'clock. And then we have theater tours starting a few different ones, starting at a few different times. We have a couple of vendors, Homestead Brew and Wild Prairie Winery doing some wine tasting and beer tasting. We have Michael Gross for Kingbird Coffee and Michael Gross Realty gonna have a booth here. Um, of course, Mighty Course and Art Players will have our table uh -huh. set up um, with some koozies for sale oh, and some more koozies. information about our next next season coming up and how to audition and all that fun stuff. Right. So, and then Elizabeth um, Hunstead starts. I was just yep. going to say, <laughs> is my girl playing? Yes. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I yep. heard that She earlier. starts at 7. Oh, so, oh yep. great. See, because I have to work until 4 o'clock that day. Oh, okay. And so I was thinking, okay, earliest could be out here is 4.30 Probably closer to five by the yeah. time we get our uh, everything set. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be missing anything. No. Nope. Good. We, it, nope. Just Do the we, ribbon cutting. So, okay. But you know we can fill you in on that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know everybody's got cell phones now. Let's let's just Record get a little it. video of it. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's the great thing about this event. You can come and go as you want. Right. Participate how and and where you want to, and uh, not be around for what you don't. Well said. Thank I like you. that. Yeah, it's a great way to approach it. Uh, yeah, so come and go. Uh, cake? Yeah, 
Yep, there we're going to have cake. Whew, yep, and we're, we'll have hors d'oeuvres um, oh. at the beginning of the evening oh, from yes. Tony's Catering. Just a few cold hors d'oeuvres, and then all of the board members and some people that support the theater are going to be bringing in some treats and things that we're making ourselves as well. Um, well done. During I like it. the theater tours, we're also going to have the unveiling of the um, curtain, that the original curtain that was hanging up here. Oh, the wow. Mighty Course and Art Players. From, from 40 years ago. The, well, no. Or the 1920s. Oh, so, we're talking way back Yeah, now. it's an original yeah. hand-painted curtain, canvas curtain. And it has like three digit, four digit phone numbers on right. it still. And yeah. those are such a great part of history. Yeah. Every time I see one, I grew up down in Rock Rapids and uh, the uh, Rapids Theater there, when they were revamping things, found huge ones, uh, you know, one for the full stage and then some other a bigger that uh, could be used as flats and so forth. Just amazing stuff. And like you said, you know, the three digit phone numbers and then just to see some of the names of businesses yeah. uh, of past it's always, you know, first of all, they look great. They're they're fun in that respect. But also, you know, it's history. Yep. Yeah. And to think back at, you know, how long things have been going on. And uh, so, Brian, I know we've talked about this before, but give us, you know, a bit of the history of MCAP then. Sure, sure. Uh, and Kylie, fill me in if I miss anything. Uh, this was actually uh, the Corson Playhouse where we are. It was a... Uh, uh, theater all the way back to the 1920s, uh, the Corson Dramatic uh, Club, I think. Corson mm -hmm. Dramatic Club uh, spent about six or seven years here, and then followed by the Pepperites after that for, you know, another couple of years until the outbreak of World War II, and then it turned into a, you know, community gathering place for dinners and dances and stuff like that. Uh, and in 1982, Mighty Corson Art Players came in, and we've been producing community theater ever since and just keeping that 100 plus at this point year old tradition mm -hmm. alive out here yeah it's fantastic yeah. and and uh, i have uh, toured this theater before thank you brian the first time that carrie and i came out here and uh, to see you know it's not a huge theater by any means you're limited but you pack it all the time yeah. because people enjoy coming out here not just for the community aspect of it but the fact that it is very good productions, you know, great stuff that, that takes on uh, the stage here. So it, it's fantastic to see that, plus the different actors that uh, perform here that uh, you're going to see at other places as well. Uh, so it, it's wonderful in that regard. But um, so I've, I've known Brian a while now, and uh, he's talked about, you know, his love of theater. But Kylie, how did you get involved with MCAP? Well, both. Four years ago, I, I've always had it on my bucket list that I wanted to be in a play. Okay. And I thought it would just be like, okay, I would be in a play and I'd mark it off my bucket list yeah. and <laughs> off I'd go. Well, I always knew about the Mighty Christian Art Players. I live in Brandon here and I lived right down the road actually at that time. And so I saw it come up on Facebook and I was like, you know, what the hell? Like, <laughs> go audition. I have absolutely no theater experience whatsoever, but I have a good personality and let's you know, give it a shot. Give it a shot. So I did, and I got cast, and it was a non-speaking role, and so I had to rely on my facial expressions uh -huh. and um, stage presence. I was on stage a lot, so it was an experience, but it was really fun, and it's just the nostalgia of the whole thing and the environment and the old theater, the smells, the 
learning more about it, I had no idea how old it was at the time or anything like that. And mm -hmm. once I got to know all the people and the history of it, it just intrigued me that much more. Um, not even just with the acting side of it, but just the whole thing. And so I just become became an, as involved as I could. Asked Brian, you know, what I could do or what I couldn't do, or and and was completed that show in my first role of the non-speaking role <laughs> <laughs> that everybody still talks about. Um, and then I just started stage managing, and I was in another show, and then I was a stage manager. Of, couple of times after that and then I became on the board and so I've been on the board now for almost two years and well actually it's been two years now and um, kind of overtook me because I also do like all the front of house stuff mm -hmm. and all the concessions I do all the social media and all the um, getting together with the advertisers and the sponsors and stuff so I really it became quite a passion for me to support the theater in any way that I can. So, so did you move on to a speaking part? I did. Okay. My good. next role I had after that was a speaking part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that first role though, you had the lines down. I did. Yeah. I did. I tell you what, a non-speaking role sometimes is harder than. Well, you not. know what? Uh, the, the uh, winner of the Sioux Falls stage award last year was Nick Jackson. He had been in the fantastics and he was the mute. Yeah. And he yeah. won uh, for Best Actor. Yeah. It was just amazing. Uh, and you kind of knew it, too. It was like, yeah. man, it was a great performance. <laughs> yeah. And when you saw that on the ballot, it's like, yeah, he didn't have any lines. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so those, <laughs> like they said, yeah. there's no small part. That's right. Yeah, every, That's right. everything's integral to it. Well, it's like everybody is looking at you yeah. more because they're like, is True. she going to talk? <laughs> is she ever going to talk? And so they're really constantly Suspense. looking at you. And you're like, no, I got to keep on my facial expressions. I got to... <laughs> What's it like to uh, work in this theater then, uh, besides uh, being on stage, but doing the things that you do so much with front of house and, and concessions, social media and so forth? Um, do you ever go, oh man, why did I decide to do the you know, dodge, audition for that one show? Or are you going like, man, I just can't wait for more stuff to come along? No, I never, I never regret it. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's a lot of work sometimes and, but it's worth it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's volunteer but what else would i volunteer my time for if i wasn't passionate about it um i think that's the other good thing about all the people that have to do with mcap because mm -hmm. most of them well all of them are all volunteers so you know it's goes to show their passion and what they are really into and what they want to do and how they want to put their presence in the theater and i love it i, I love everything about it so yeah. and and that's a really special part of of the ethos here um where you know kylie for instance had a bucket list to come out and audition for a show and from there uh found interest in other things and was afforded the opportunity to participate and try wearing many different hats and and really the sky's the limit out here and it's um it's really wonderful to see uh, not just Kylie, but other people come through as well. And how many people are on the board right now? Yeah. Ten. Ten, okay. And uh, do they each kind of get like a little subcommittee or anything that uh, they concentrate on? Or since it's a smaller uh, group, is it just everybody pitch in with whatever? Sure, sure. Uh, we're a little bit of both. There's okay. a lot of things that it's really important for everybody to be on the same page about. So I make everybody 
pretty complicit <laughs> in, in quite a lot of things. Uh, but now that we've grown our board and, and we have a really healthy board that's passionate about things, it's okay to, you know, we have them specializing in doing some other things. Like we have a budget and a finance committee, mm-hmm. uh, most places do. And we have a front of house committee and we have a communications committee uh, that are all relatively new and uh, able to exert their own agency over making this place better. So it's just another way for more people to get uh, involved and invested. And so it's not just a very small group of people ordering everybody else around. And do you see the passion in them as much as you do the people that are on stage? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes the, those people are the people on stage as well. So mm-hmm. it's, and it, yeah, that's sort of like the gateway drug to everything else. It's like, <laughs> it's like ah, first casting's free. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but no, it, you know, it is great because without, without passionate and motivated leadership with candor and, and a wealth of ideas, we're not going to improve. We're not going to get better and we're not going to be producers of some of the best mm-hmm. theater in the Sioux empire which we are and yeah. it's great and we can stand behind that because everybody's passionately committed to that as a goal and the thing is about the this theater you know you, you've got a small um seating and you don't do many multiple weekends usually a couple mm-hmm. um and so you know you don't have a, a maximum of 12 shows to something you're usually a shorter run than that mm-hmm. um but yet you continue to get uh, butts in the seats, and it seems like the patrons just always love coming here. And I, I just, uh, you know, that has to please both of you, first of all, because then uh, as you're, you know, paying royalties and so forth, you're going, <laughs> yeah, we got again. But, you know, 40 years in a small spot like this, that's a joy. Yeah. You know, and, and what do you guys uh, get out of it? As you see this progress, you see the quality of the shows progress, and uh, you're seeing, you know, more people come along and get their first taste here and, uh, you know, want to get season tickets like a couple I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe even advertise like a person I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's, uh, that is such a gratifying experience. I've always said the first word in community theater is community. And if we're not building out and making those inroads and drawing people in and lowering the barrier of barrier of participation, whether it's for artists or audiences or just generally people who want to come in and say, Hey, what's this about? Um, if we're not doing that, we're doing something wrong. Uh, and, and it's, for me, it's been a wonderful transformation over the seven years that I've been here. Uh, I've kind of given up on individual theater goals because everything that happens under here is a success, and I personally feel that. And I just love seeing how much it's grown and changed. Yeah. Yeah, It's it, this theater is so much more... I shouldn't say more. It's different. All theater is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been to shows at many different theaters and many different venues and many different actual theaters you know and everyone has its own special wow factor you know not not even including just we're just talking about just walking in the doors you know the actual theater itself the feeling that you get the concessions the front of house the ushers the everything everyone has its own unique thing that you feel when you walk in there and this theater just has its own vibe you know it's the 
it's the quaintness of it. It's the smell. Like I said, the old, it's not a stinky old smell. It's a, <laughs> yeah, keep, it's keep a, talking about the smell. It's a, it's a good smell. No, people know what I mean. We like an old book. That's a good comparison, you know, mm -hmm. like that's what I mean by the older smell. Like you right. just can, and you can feel the presence of, of what has gone down in this place. Mm -hmm. And, um, just looking at the old things that we still have in the building from like that they used to use way back in the day, like the can lights and the, right. when we, mm -hmm. when I found the old, we found the old curtain and that we're going to be uh -huh. unveiling and stuff that just brings it every time that I root through things or that I'm here you find something more or you run into somebody that starts telling stories or whatever. And it's just a really different home at home theater, really quaint, friendly feeling. Yeah. And, yeah. and the history of this community is literally written on the walls. Here. Yes. Uh, literally in, in marker backstage. Mm -hmm. And then also uh, in, in artifact in frame, out in the lobby and it's it's not just the history of the mighty course and art players but it's the history of art in this community for well over 100 years and it's it's humbling sometimes uh, a lot of the time actually to walk in and look around and see it and understand that and feel incredibly lucky just right. to be a part of it and that we continue to add to it we, right. we don't take away from it we just continue not to resting it. on the laurels yeah yeah yep how many seats are there uh, there are 101, 95 for, uh, for audiences as okay. for ushers. All right. Because uh, I was thinking, you know, the population of the town is only 70. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you draw from around the area, obviously Brandon, because it's just uh, across the interstate, mm -hmm. literally, yeah. uh, and uh, the Sioux Falls area. And mm -hmm. um, do you see that there's like these, uh, I don't know if I want to call them theater groupies, uh, but, you know, there's a community of people that just want to keep going to community theaters and see what everything's playing. And do, do you feel that uh, here as well as the, the veterans that have been coming and putting their rear end down to watch a show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, quite frankly, a lot of our veterans at this point uh, are from Sioux Falls, you know, Sioux Falls and T and and Harrisburg. And they, you know, uh, it's a whole big interconnected community that we're a part of uh and it's great and it's great to see the more we jump up and down and say hey we're here and do stuff like uh inviting other groups like sa to come and do shows and to hold events like the 40th coming up the more we jump up and down the more people notice it and the more people are coming out and it's such a great great feeling they're going to be any time uh during the uh the big event uh on the 40th for uh, those that have, you know, maybe been longtime actors that have kind of given up being on stage, but they want to come up and talk about early days of MCAP, can it have anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly why we have such a wide period of time. Mm -hmm. uh, so that way, it one, it can, con it can accommodate many, many schedules. Right. And people can come and go as they choose to. And while we have some things happening from like four to five, and then other stuff from seven to ten, there's just this great period of time in between that isn't just dead zone time, mm -hmm. but time for us to really honor and pay attention to and let the community gather because that's that's why we're here. Yeah, because uh, I always love that when you hear stories about, you know, I'm sure there are some uh, that are were here in 1982 mm -hmm. uh, opening night 
and, right. and so forth. And to hear, you know, first of all, uh, what it was like for them, but then second of all, to hear what they think of it now and, you know, yeah. and how it's progressed. Uh, those stories are always just gold in, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. Oh, I know. The first time I heard about the first show here, which was uh, folding chairs and a light bulb inside of a inside of Folgers coffee cans yep. that were painted black, <laughs> literal can lights. Yeah. And we have a couple still that we no kidding. Yeah, that we hang on to, <laughs> uh, just as a nod to where we've been. Right. Anytime I hear those stories, they're fascinating. It's so much fun. Uh, a couple of years ago, when when there was a Corson celebration at at Bottoms Up, we had uh, somebody there uh, come over and point out pictures of the course and dramatic uh -huh. club on the that's hanging on the wall here and she's like yep that's my mom and oh wow. my dad and her friend and it, it's, it's so amazing yeah and so touching good. yeah <laughs> well you know in another 40 years there's going to be a whole new group that does that same thing then oh i know uh, what do you what do you hope that uh happens in the future for them what what do you dream about what do you see uh i want to see this place keep growing and getting bigger and i want to see i'm excited to see their 50th and 60th and uh hopefully be uh you know just a pretty small footnote later on at the 80th 90th 100th uh because so much more is gonna happen mm -hmm. uh we're set at such a good potential that we haven't even tapped in yet so uh, i can't wait to largely become irrelevant <laughs> well, no, because, because then, then we'll be the people up there oh, yeah. telling yeah. the stories yeah. and pointing out pictures. Yep. <laughs> that was me. That was yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And I day. didn't speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a largely uh, crazy thing to say about me, for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're, we're getting toward the end. Uh, just a, a couple of more questions and I'll get to my traditional ending interview questions. Uh, but uh, when you see Brandon becoming basically part of Sioux Falls, Corson obviously is basically part of Sioux Falls now. But as you see Brandon expanding, uh, do you think that we're going to see more population actually in Corson? Do you think that uh, people will you know, come across the line and build someplace new? Well, there's only so much space in Corson mm -hmm. that even has housing availability, I think. I don't think there's any yeah. like... I don't know that information, obviously, firsthand, but being that there hasn't been widespread building in this right. area, I'm assuming that there isn't a lot of housing eligibilities. Otherwise, you think that people would be building more over here. Right. It might be something to oh, yeah. like yeah, ask the, you know. Right. I, I, you know, I remember paging through some news articles mm -hmm. and seeing a couple different attempts throughout the years. I think a good two or three of annexation of Corson into Brandon and it never really finds much traction yeah. as far as I yeah because yeah. I, I guess you know with the quaintness of this theater and so yeah. forth if suddenly it's you know no longer quote-unquote mighty Corson arts players it's uh you know people think of Corson as Brandon and mm -hmm. you know I, I guess I don't want to see the quaintness leave no I don't think and, it'll ever change you know, from yeah. being the mighty Corson art players yeah. I mean Brandon's growing obviously exponentially and bounds. Yeah. so i'm hoping that there'll be more and more people that will dive into mm -hmm. theater and this theater because the more the merrier yeah um but yeah we'll always still try to keep the quaintness yeah. quaintness of the mighty course and art players alive and i'm assuming i would hope that it would always stay 
yeah, it's in the stadium. It's in the fabric and in the culture mm-hmm. of this yeah. place. And in a space like ours that has the limits that it does, uh, we can push it and push it and push it. But there are some indefinable characteristics that uh, we can't push up against, but that also make us who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of them. And it's something to celebrate. And of course, get kids involved with camp. Heck yeah. yeah. And yeah. how did that go? It looked like it was great. Sorry I didn't get to the show. but That's okay. It yeah. was amazing. I loved doing it last year. And this year, getting a chance to do it again and see some of those returning kids who've spent a year growing and changing and coming into themselves uh, was so incredible and so much fun. Uh, and it it being able to set a really high bar for them, too, of hey, you're not going to have helpers backstage. Mm -hmm. You're going to figure it all out on your own, like a real show would. Uh, Deal with it. It is so great. They loved to be challenged, and they did a phenomenal job of it, getting 16 kids on stage to (laughs) to move together in formation uh, was daunting, but wonderful to see them succeed doing it. Excellent. And, of course, you know, the thing about that is we've got kids – uh, interested in it you know some of them might come from theater families but the ones that aren't from a theater family you know maybe you got new patrons going yeah. wow they do some great stuff here look what they did for my child yep. and how much fun my kid had doing this i got to come see more of their shows yep. yeah yeah and uh, my my story regrettably is that uh, you know when i first heard of mighty carson arts players uh, boy that's a great name you know because of the mighty carson yep. arts players on uh, johnny carson and always loved it, but yet it took me until two years ago to finally get my butt out here and mm-hmm. take in a show, and I have loved it ever since. And I think we've only missed one. Sure. M- maybe two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we just uh, love it. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, Carrie says it's it's her favorite theater. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and she loves Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie's the best. <laughs> she always says, because I'll say, well, my friend, right? Well, he's my friend, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we've come to the great time, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask Kylie first, because this is her first time on the show, and uh, so first question is, if you're not entertaining, being part of the entertainment and art scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Oh, boy. Many things. I I love music. Mm -hmm. Um, I love reading. I love good movies. Um, I have my stupid reality TV addictions. Oh my! <laughs> What's the top on that? Oh, right now I'm I'm caught on below deck. <laughs> um, otherwise, I just I I love being outside. I love bike riding, camping, and um, me and my husband just bought a house. Mm-hmm. And oh, and congratulations yes, by the way, newlywed. You. Yes, yeah. thank you. And so we're working on that all the time, and working outside and. So just, and we have two little girls, yeah. so just always stay busy. So, yeah. All right. Well, with everything you got going on, then I still ask the question, any other hobbies? Any other hobbies? I wish I could have other hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when the children when the get house, yeah. a little bit older and the house comes together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love doing nails. I like, do I like, but I don't do anybody else's. It's just usually my own. Uh-huh. I, I have kind of a Well, nail. you should. Those are quite impressive. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I did my 4th July nails, so. Uh, uh, that's kind of a hobby. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be. No yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. All right, Brian Shipper. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, even though you've been on several times, uh, I still ask it because people might be hearing you for the first time. Sure. You might have changed your answers, too. So, 
not part of the entertainment and art scene. What do you like to be entertained by? Oh, gosh. Uh, my kid, who's <laughs> fantastic and uh, learning words now, like a oh, new one wow. a day, and it's fascinating. Uh, the only one he won't say is, because, uh, you know, try to prompt him to say things because it's adorable. Uh, and he knows, love you, but you ask him and, well, shit, he's like, no. So he'll, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. The uh, favorite word is no. I know. Sure. Well, no, no. So it's like, say love you. And he says no, and then runs away. And it's <laughs> endlessly hysterical. Um, beyond that, uh, I just had a D&D session this morning mm-hmm. with a group of, of actors. That occupies my time to a degree that I do not care to admit. Um, <laughs> and uh, really just enjoying being out and about, taking in... Uh, music and culture of downtown Sioux Falls. I just moved there in January, so that's great to get out of the apartment and beat the street a little bit. You know, for a second there, you sounded Canadian. About. 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Out and about. Yeah. That happens sometimes. (laughs) Any other hobbies then? um, I think that's it. Uh, Oh, uh, well, baking and cooking and stuff like that. That's also partly just having to live. (laughs) that's called sustenance not a hobby (laughs) Brian Shipper Kindly Murray from Mighty Corson Arts Players thank you so much just uh, one more time quickly date time everything going on for the 40th sure it's July 16th starts at 3pm go ahead Brian you do the rest oh uh, (laughs) yeah July 16th uh, 4 to whenever uh, with uh with cake, which is Im- super, mm, I know, cake. super important. Uh, cake, hors, hors d'oeuvres, d'oeuvres, a ribbon cutting, unveiling a hundred-year-old hand-painted mm. uh, uh, drop, uh, curtain. Why did my brain just start? <laughs> that happens at the end of interviews. Uh, theater and tours. Theater tours. Uh, Elizabeth Hunstead, who if come for cake, stay for her. Yes. And, uh, it's great. She's like a dessert anyway. That's right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, on a personal note everybody that i know is going to be at the 40th and so i'll be celebrating my 40th birthday <gasps> that's as well. right yeah. Yeah. oh dang it i i had a personalized one and it was for debbie jones who oh. was just on before <laughs> you guys because I, I found a place that uh, has happy birthday songs it's a group of karaoke singers sure, sure. and they have thousands of names in it to choose from. Yeah. It's like I, 99 cents, and I got it, and I can have the rights to it now. Sweet. You know? there you that's, go. that's awesome. <laughs> so I, then it'll just be, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brian. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. You know, I would have I would have been pleased as punched if you played the one for Debbie instead, but the fact that you actually sang this one, uh, I'm touched. All right. Well, love you, my friend. Love you too. Yeah, all right. Kylie, thank you so much. I'm sure you will be on more times than this, this. I hope so. Thank yeah. you for having me. All right. Even though you didn't say a word. Oh, yep. <laughs> all right. We'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour. In just a moment. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T-South Dakota. 
From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thank you once again to all of you that are listening, and for those of you that are longtime listeners, God bless you. I certainly do appreciate it. I appreciate the downloads, the sharing you do on media, the fact that uh, you go to the Dave Holly Hour Facebook page and the Dave Holly Hour website, which is DaveHollyHour.com, and you support those. You are also, you know, making sure that uh, old Dave stays on his toes, too. For those of you that are listening for the first time, thank you. We hope we've piqued your interest about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations and continue to listen to us. You can follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And, yes, I'm finally getting to the point of TikTok. All right. (laughs) Some of you may laugh along with me at that going, isn't the guy near 60? All righty. So thank you once again to all of you. Thank you to the great guests, Kylie Murray and Brian Shipper from Mighty Corson Arts Players. Debbie Jones will be performing tonight, and it's also her birthday, as she's part of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, part of the Goodnight Theater Collective's show and production. As for what else is going on, well, I have to tell you once again that uh, it's trivia for dummies. Tomorrow night at the Sky Lounge and Tea. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, easy, easy, easy questions. Well, at least most of them are. Uh, We'll see who can stay perfect for seven rounds of fun, starting at 7 p.m. And then Saturday night, regrettably, we didn't get to Bear Bodkins Theater last week because of the weather, the temperatures, and so forth. Just a little too much for for me and the missus. But uh, we are looking to get there Saturday night and take that in. All right. Thank you all so much for everything that you do. Oh, yeah. So, by the way, I'm going to Good Night Theater tonight, too. Yeah, so Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, all covered. Sunday is a day of rest from all. Oh, thank you so much again. Appreciate everything all of you do. And uh, once again, remember, I'm Dave Holly, And for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, and Books and Brews Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, go to DaveHollyHour.com. At the bottom of the front page is the additional links section. Click on the orange button, Dave Holly on Linktree. You can order merchandise, become a Dave Holly Hour VIP, and make contributions to the show. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.